came back and asked her how she learned best because my boss said, look, how you're teaching her isn't working and you can control you. You can't control her. You need to understand who she is. You need to understand how she learns and you need to adapt for her. We are not going to get rid of her. She's not stupid. She's very smart. She's accomplished a lot. So get out of your own way, get out of your own head and learn who she is and adapt to her. She's not going to adapt to you. You are the bigger person here. You are the trainer. You adapt to her. You control your controllables. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Welcome to Management Material episode 37. A manager builds trainings for different learning styles. We are in mid-December. Lots of us have just had our end of the year annual reviews or your quarterly reviews. You're looking forward to the next year. And if you're like me, if you're anything like me, then you might have some New Year's resolutions that you're working to build. You're trying to progress in your career or your business. You're trying to, you're setting goals for your finances, for your spiritual life, for your physical life, for weight management, for whatever it is, you have those goals. And right now is the time to look back on the goals that you set for this year and then make some realistic goals for next year. One of the huge things that you can do if you are trying to become a manager, if you are an aspiring manager, right, you want to become a people manager, is be known for being a trainer, somebody who trains other people and is very, very good at it. It is the number one thing that can, I know I say that often about number one thing, but this really will set you apart as somebody who is seen as management material, building effective trainings for other people. And I'll let you in on a little secret. Effective trainings don't mean an incredible slide deck. It it doesn't mean that you can rock public speaking, that you are making the best videos out there, that you're funny to listen to. Effective trainings mean that you understand your audience and your audience is learning what you're putting out there. They may or may not be excited to be learning from you, but they are actually learning what you're putting out there. So this whole podcast, this episode is about building those trainings for other people, actually creating training material that will allow all the different learning styles to learn. And when I say learning styles, I don't necessarily mean auditory, visual, with your hands. What I mean 
is the different learning styles, the ways that we absorb information, internalize it, and remember it. So we're going to go through a few different learning styles and then help you figure out what to use and the flow that you use to stand out as future manager material so that you can really stand out as management material. So, so all right, let me, let me tell you a story. I'm going to change the woman's name to Jane because I, I'm not trying to call anybody out here. So, and this isn't a nice story about me anyway. She was fine, but um, you know, she, she was, she was fine, but it was, this story is really more about the thing that I learned and how I learned this. So we just hired a new project manager and I had asked to be one of the trainers for project managers. I I thought this was a great way to get my promotion faster, to get promoted and into the next sphere faster to, to build some clout. So I had trained three or four people before Jane here, and I was really used to showing the process, have someone take notes, and then leaving them to the task and and relying on their notes. That was how I learned. That was how I had been trained. And so that's what I did to train other people. I didn't really give too much thought into how I was training. I just did what I saw. So After doing this a few times with Jane, I was getting frustrated because she would keep calling me back and saying, I don't understand this process. I still can't do it. Can you show me again? Can you train me again? And after three or four times of a single process, I was, I was really frustrated. I was starting to blame it on her. Maybe she just didn't have the aptitude to be a project manager. Maybe she wasn't intelligent enough, which was wrong, by the way. I didn't realize that it was my own fault. So I I went to my boss, which was also her boss, and my boss coached me. She coached me in a better way to train Jane based on her personality, her learning style, and her communication style. I didn't realize until then that it was my fault. I didn't understand that she didn't learn the way that I did, that she wouldn't stop me and ask me to slow down that she she wouldn't ask any questions while I was demonstrating. She was too timid. She was too shy to speak up. I learned that she was just shy. She wasn't stupid. And I mean, doesn't that reflect poorly on me? That It's awful. It's awful that I thought that she could be stupid, that maybe she just wasn't intelligent enough. No, actually, she ended up becoming one of the best project managers in the group after a, a few months. So let me tell you what I learned. I'll get back to it. I'll tell you what I learned, and then I'll get back to to how this changed our interaction and changed how I train people now. So you'll get a huge, not a huge, a, a short, simple process out of this that made me and the people around me some of the best trainers in multiple companies. This worked in multiple places. So I want you to understand that how you learn is not how everyone learns. If you're someone who wants to become a manager or or someone who's trying to grow in management, training others is a large component. Learning how to train for the ways people learn will make you effective and valuable as a manager. So here are the four learning styles. There's one, learning from slides 
taking notes and then doing it. That's how I was trained. And that was effective, an effective learning style for me. I like to listen to people teach, take my notes, and then go do it myself. Other people learn better when, when the process itself is demonstrated. So there are no slides. People are doing it live and they go, they take notes. They kind of memorize this almost like a video demonstration. They memorize how it is being done uh, and then they go do it themselves. So it's very similar to the first one, but it's a little bit more active. Then there's another kind, a third kind of learning style, and that's doing the task with them. So, so they are doing the task and you're kind of taking a back step as the trainer and you're troubleshooting together. So they're driving and you are guiding them along the way. That's very coaching centric. That's a lot of what I do now. Okay. So, so most people learn best in that manner. I hope that doesn't surprise you, but most people learn best when they're doing it with some guidance. It, it gets hardwired into your system. It's a lot more like doing a physical exercise instead of just watching somebody do the exercise. So you're going to learn it a lot better, or most people do anyway. The last learning style is letting them figure it out with a written packet or a video walkthrough or something like that. Just just not giving them almost any instruction live or, or in person or, or whatnot, and just giving them the instructions. So that's a lot like building a Lego set. You have your step-by-step instructions, and part of the pleasure of Legos is figuring it out, following the directions, and then feeling really good about yourself afterward. But the downside is that you generally need the instructions uh, unless you do it a few times, right? So you you need those instructions. You haven't internalized it. You need the step-by-step for a few times afterward until you really get it down. Those are the four different learning and teaching styles. And oftentimes when you're an instructor, when you are a trainer, when you're teaching somebody a technique, a process, a framework, a strategy or a way to think about strategies, you use one or all of these learning styles or these teaching styles. I did something crazy. Want to hear? Instead of completing the Aspiring Manager's course, I started creating a course called the Promotion Handbook because I realized most of the people that I talked to wanted to get to the next promotion and didn't necessarily want to, that promotion to be a manager level. So if you are looking to get to the next promotion within your company, take the quiz below and apply to be a free beta tester for my next course, the Promotion Handbook. I will only take the first five people who apply and are accepted to be beta testers for the Promotion Handbook course. In exchange, I'm asking you to please review every single chapter or every single lesson and tell me what could be improved in the lesson and the activities. I'm looking forward to finding the first five free course takers for the promotion handbook. This is only for people who want to get to the next promotion in their current companies. Sign up at the link in this podcast episode description. So back to the story. 
you might have figured it out, but I was going with the demonstrate and then go do it approach with Jane here. And Jane didn't stop me because she was intimidated by me and she was shy. Of course, at that time, I didn't realize, you know, people had been telling me I was intimidating, but I didn't quite realize why. And now, you know, I've, I, I grew. That's a topic for another podcast, don't worry. And worked through that. And hopefully I'm not so intimidating anymore. So her self-confidence and her self-esteem is pretty low at that time, too. So she had to overcome a lot to approach me and to stop me and ask questions. And I wasn't giving her that opportunity. I was actually getting pretty frustrated. And she saw that and took it really hard. That wasn't my intention. And I had a lot of growing to do. This was, this was about 10 years ago. After talking with my boss, I came back and asked her how she learned best because my boss said, look, how you're teaching her isn't working and you can control you. You can't control her. You need to understand who she is. You need to understand how she learns and you need to adapt for her. We are not going to get rid of her. She's not stupid. She's very smart. She's accomplished a lot. So get out of your own way, get out of your own head and learn who she is and adapt to her. She's not going to adapt to you. You are the bigger person here. You are the trainer. You adapt to her. You control your controllables. So I went to her and I asked her, how do you learn best? Jane, how do you learn best? See, the the processes that she was trying to learn were essential to her job. So she had to learn them. And I told her, I'm not going to give up here. And I'll be here for you. I'm going to help you learn. Let's figure out how to do this. How do you learn best? She suggested that she go through the steps with me next to her, helping her troubleshoot along the way. So if you are coming back to those learning and teaching styles, this is the do it with them and troubleshoot together approach. We had that conversation and and guys, it wasn't rocket science. She took notes. She asked questions. She learned the systems and the processes by doing it herself with me next to her as not the hero of her story. She was the hero of her story. She was the one doing it. She was learning it. And I was just next to her as a guide. I had to get out of my own way so she could shine. Let that sink in. I had to get out of my own way and her way so she could shine. I felt really immature not realizing that before. And all I had to do was ask her how she best learns and then teach her that way. It's not hard. So learn from my mistake, please. Grow yourself into a top-tier manager more quickly than I did. Ask before you teach. There are going to be a a couple different ways that you teach, either one-on-one, like my example showed, or in large groups. And I've done both many, many, many times. So when I'm teaching in a large group of people, I don't just ask everybody right beforehand, how do you learn, but I'll send them a poll and I'll say, how do you learn best? And oftentimes people will say that they learn best by doing it themselves and then troubleshooting together. So in a large training group, I'll, I'll send that poll out and then I'll switch up the methods. We'll do a few of them during the training. So I'll give them the strategy. I'll say, okay, here's here's why we're doing what we're doing, and here's kind of the way it fits in with the organization, things like that. And then I'll say, here are the large steps 
Now let's do it together. Does everybody have their computers? And I'll walk around and troubleshoot as we're doing it. And I'll have either a video on the screen or the steps next to them and we'll troubleshoot and they will be the hero of their own stories. Instead of lecturing, this is a lot easier for them to learn than lecturing. It's, it's actually a lot more time effective too. And honestly, it's a huge method when used in, a, in group coaching. <laughs> so I do a lot of group coaching and this is one huge method that we learn. So learning by witnessing is also one of those methods. Sometimes we call up a volunteer and I'll, I'll show you how this works in group coaching too. I'll call up a volunteer and we'll walk through their situation. And then within that situation, I'll call out to the group, you know, who's had different situations. Think about how this applies in your own life and in your own career. And we'll talk through that situation, which is kind of what we're doing here, right? I gave you a story and I'm sure you're thinking about how this applies either as you're becoming a manager or, or with the things that you've seen when you've been trained before. So you can modify this, do it with them by calling up a witness or, you know, <laughs> calling up a volunteer to do it in front of the group. Somebody who's brave and wants to get their name out there. Somebody who's pretty bold like that. So usually I'll, I'll ask for volunteers beforehand. And if nobody volunteers, then they have a packet and everybody does it on their own. So this is a powerful way to grasp content and change a perspective. This is a powerful way to teach and it's effective in learning and learning quickly. If you are trying to become a, a manager, then you want to make the opportunity to train a person or a group of people and then tailor it to your audience. Don't guess, don't guess, guys. I'm gonna come back and say it again. Ask how they learn best, which is different than how they like to learn and change how you teach based on their input. Make sure to call out how do you learn best, not how do you like to learn? Because a lot of people like to learn by watching a video, but it's not as effective as doing it themselves generally. So it, when you ask people for their input of how they like to learn, it gives people a greater sense of power, which means they're more motivated to actually learn too. They feel like they're part of the process. So don't skip that step. You know, here's your application. Here's, here's the thing that you can take with you this week and start doing or make part of your KPOs or your, sorry, your key performance objectives at your, at your job or your growth strategy for becoming a manager. If you don't have an opportunity to train someone right now, go make that opportunity. Don't wait for it to land in your lap. No one's going to know that you want to do this unless you ask your boss and ask around to become one of the trainers. So ask your boss if there's a way you can contribute to the organization through training. That shows you're proactive about your growth. Then apply the techniques you learned here. Step one, pull the audience before the training to see how they best learn at least a week before the training. Time, the time, that timing isn't you know too important, but make sure that you have time to modify your training to best fit their learning styles. So then do the training. Remember, you're building proof that you'd be a great manager. This is one solid key way to build that proof for inside and outside your organization. This is one of the best things about training other people. You have that proof that you can put in your cover letter and in your resume. So now go do that. Make your opportunity to become a trainer. Poll the audience. Figure out how they best learn. 
and then pick one of those four training methods or corporate learning styles or mix and match them to whatever you're training and go be an effective trainer. That is something that will prove that you're management material. All right, guys, I hope this helped. It has been so helpful to me in my career and to many, many others in their careers as they work to become managers and become managers themselves. This will take you far. This will help you in your entire career in training and in coaching. Coaching is a huge part of managing, by the way. And it will really prove that you are management material. Have fun, guys. And if you're celebrating Christmas, Merry pre-Christmas. We're almost there. And if you're taking time off in the holidays, go have fun. I can't wait to see you again in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.